Hey y'all, and welcome to this episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments, where we're having conversations like you would with your friends around a coffee table. We're chatting and listening and learning about topics that matter to us. So grab your coffee and come on in y'all. It's going to be good. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments. Today at the coffee table, we have the first ever guest, my sister. Yay! Yay! Uh, We sat here for like five minutes being like, okay, how is this going to go? Because this is my first time with two microphones. This is my first time having someone in my quote studio. Kelsey, where are we at? Um, Like in the tiniest little hallway in front of your washer and dryer and using the light from your little uh janky bathroom so (laughs) this is great it is it's because a light bulb doesn't work in the actual room and i have a skylight so usually it doesn't matter it's the one house you have or one room in your house you haven't redone and it's your studio so yeah because it's the furthest away from the main street and it has two doors that shut so the likelihood of like some big old truck rambling by will likely not be picked up in the audio but that's where we are today having the first ever guest on the podcast um is my sister she is 26 her name is kelsey um we have an older brother kyle so we are all k's um that comes from the good old mom that was that was her idea um and then actually my aunt also named all of her kids with k so my my one grandmother has grandkids with all K names. So fun fact about us. But um, so Kelsey, I'll let you do a brief introduction of yourself. Tell us besides you being younger than me, what brings you here today? Well, so I am Kayla's younger and only younger sister. I'm the youngest of three. Um, I am married um, to my wonderful husband, Toby, and we have a one and a half year old daughter named Zola. Um, I am a cosmetologist. I do hair, nails, makeup, eyelash extensions on the daily. I love my job. Um, yeah, and I, Kayla's wanted to start this podcast for a long time, and I'm really happy she's doing it, and I'm really honored that I am her first guest. I don't think it will take many people who know us by surprise that you're the first guest. Yeah. Um, because this is what we do all the time is have conversation. I am excited to test this out with a few microphones. I got some new equipment that hopefully it looks like we could add up to a total of four microphones. And that seems a little more our vibe. Um, We could add some more friends in, some more family in and have that going. But um, this is going to be interesting to hear us on microphones because people tell us all the time on the phone, you sound like your mom, you sound like your sister. So I'm interested to hear now coming through a microphone (laughs) if you sound the same. Um, so that'll be interesting, but it's going to be fun. Uh, I asked Kelsey here today to talk about uh, a topic that a lot of suggestions I got uh, from my friends was to talk about body image and loving yourself and self-acceptance, um, comparison with with others and that sort of thing. And so I was like, I think I really need somebody else to talk to about this. I don't want to just kind of ramble on by myself. And are you cool with having this conversation? And she was like, yeah, sure. Because that's about her answer to everything with me. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Because one of these days we'll have an Enneagram podcast and we'll talk about how Kelsey's a nine. So, uh, and I'm a two and our pictures are beside that definition in the book. So, um, but yeah, so 
I asked her if she wanted to talk about that. And then she came here today and was I was like, so do you know what we're talking about? Thinking like maybe she had some questions or some ideas. And she's like, well, you said we were talking about self-image. And I was like, do you have any thoughts about that? She's like, no. <laughs> so um, we are going to just have a conversation before the podcast have been about 20 minutes. I have no idea how long this one's going to go. So um, if it's long, I don't apologize. If it's short, maybe go ahead and turn it off because that probably means we started crying and nothing <laughs> else to say. So either way, grab some popcorn. Either, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a fun ride. Popcorn and coffee. It's it, a good mix. No, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. But yeah. So when I, I have a lot of, fr- I ask a large group of my friends, "Hey, if I were to start a podcast, what are some things?" And I, I compiled that list together and kept it on my phone, um, and this was a very common topic, especially from the females, uh, my female friends of talk about what it's like to love yourself and to accept yourself and what has social media done to how we view ourselves and, and things like that. And so I think that's the first thing we should probably start with the idea of y'all can't see us right now. And so not that that should change um, your view of us or how we view ourselves, but just for me, and I think I could speak for Kelsey as well, for our self-image, our physical appearance has played into that throughout our lives. And so um, basic sports card analogy. I don't even know what sports card look like. I don't know how I use that, but like stats. Um, I am a female. I have short hair. Kelsey just cut a lot of it off for me. I feel like I look more like my mom now because of it. Uh, but it's great. It's fun. Um, I have like a sandy brown, blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, like I said, everyone says I look like my mom or my aunts. I'm about 5'4". And I have struggled with my weight, uh, being overweight or obese since I was probably four or five years old. Um, and so uh, I have not grown above five, four since I was <laughs> 13 years old. And uh, I never had to have braces. I wear contacts and I have lovely eyelash, eyelash extensions thanks to my sister. So, <laughs> uh, and I have weird earlobes. I'm very self-conscious of my earlobes. No I, one would ever know. No, but I used to think I was a job because mine don't look like anybody <laughs> else's. And I learned that fact. I learned that fact that like your earlobes come genetically. And I was like, no one has them like mine. And my mom's like, except every other feature of you looks just like me. And I'm like, you're right. So, oh, gosh. All right, Kelsey, your turn. Quick baseball card stat. Okay. I am also a female. Um, I am 5'6". So I'm a little taller than Kayla. More than that. Got, I know, I know it does, but I, I, I mean, I'm maybe five, actually, six and a half. I'm saying I'm probably actually like five three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. We're both like pushing it a little on the inches, but you get the point. I'm taller. Um, I am also. Well, let me start. Um, so I'm five six ish. Um, I have darker brown hair than Kayla, but still not dark brown. Um, I'd say it's, well, for all you cosmetologists out there, like a level six brown. <laughs> um, yeah, wink, wink. With highlights, I get highlights like once a year. So, yeah, I'm really bad about keeping that up. But um, also some lash extensions going on. Um, 
fair skin. I'd say Kayla and I both look the same as far as like skin yeah, tone, same blue eyes, same blue eyes. Um, normal earlobes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have to have braces. Um, Kayla was definitely blessed with the beautiful teeth mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and then body type, same kind of thing. I struggled yeah. with my weight my whole life as well. But I'd say mine was more like middle school age when it started for me right. as far as actually having um, overweight issues or obese issues, I guess, and really actually starting to overeat. I was pretty active as a kid, and I think my height played a big right. part into that too. Um, but anyway, we'll get into that. So yeah, that's this is this is me. This is I hope it paints a picture. Oh, my hair is like I don't know, right past my shoulders probably. Yeah, I got some curtain bangs going on right now, trying to follow that trend. Not sure about it, but anyway, you get it. They're there. That's yes. Us. So that's our physical body type. Um, Again, we were both raised in Appalachia. Kelsey was also born in Kentucky. Um, Our family moved here when she was a lot younger. I was in first grade. She hadn't started school yet. And so we've, um, but again, family goes back. And so we have that deep roots. And I think for me, um, I think my weight had to play a part in my body image. I don't, I can't really think of a time, actually I can, but that's going way deep into my counseling way too soon. So I'm not going (laughs) to talk about that because I'll probably talk about it with my counselor this week. But um, I can, can remember being in grade school and that idea of my weight being an issue and being commented on by people my age. Mm -hmm. Um, I can remember being on the playground and being a little bit like ashamed that I couldn't keep up as much or that I wasn't strong enough to go across the monkey bars. And in my head, that was because I weighed more, which it actually was probably more because I was a female who didn't grow up going on the monkey bars because I had cousins who broke their arms and things like that. And so my mom just really didn't like us to be on monkey bars. Um, but as a kid in my head, it was obviously because I was overweight and therefore couldn't hold myself up. Yeah. And so I think I can remember grade school being a, uh, the beginning stages of that um, taking place in that comparison of, um, well, obviously I'm not good enough for X, Y, and Z because of my weight or because of my weakness, which my weakness I translated into the fact that because I was bigger. So Kelsey, what do you think? you can remember having like that, those images or those thoughts in your head of like struggling with loving your body or appreciating your body. I was actually just talking to a client about this earlier this week. Um, I can remember in kindergarten, actually it was picture day and mom had put me in this like red frilly dress, but the sleeves were kind of like cap sleeves and they had the elastic Mm -hmm. that went around and the elastic kept cutting into my arms, like, and it was painful, kind of like, you know, anytime you have pants or anything that's too tight, Socks. and yeah, and you take them off, and it's like red and itchy and like burns, it was doing that all day, and it was bothering me, and I remember like going to my teacher, and you know, probably crying about it, I mean, I was in kindergarten, but yeah. telling her about it, and her stuffing tissues in between my, the sleeves and my arm to help with the soreness, until the pictures, you know, until it was time to take pictures, Um, but I remember that happening and not once did it cross my mind that my arms were fat or bigger. Like it was just, it just was what it was. I didn't have any feelings of guilt or shame or anything. I wasn't embarrassed, like nothing. Well, and I can think back on that picture and I wouldn't have thought your arms were too big in my head. It was 
the dress was just the elastic was too tight. It was a right. poorly made dress. Right. And it very well could have been that. It probably right. was that because, I mean, my picture, I, I think I look like a very normal sized kindergartner. Um, I actually was a little bit taller than everyone. But other than that, like, I, I don't think it was that my arms were too big. But if you would, if that would have happened to me in fifth grade, mm-hmm. I would have, I mean, I probably would have asked to go home from school. I would have been absolutely right. ashamed and embarrassed and, or I just wouldn't have said anything. And I would have just dealt with the pain all day and like pray that no one was looking, or I would have asked to wear someone's jacket or something to cover it up. Um, but I think it was around fifth grade where the realization um, that not only, I guess it wasn't the realization that I was somewhat bigger, mm-hmm. but it was more of the realization of like, that that's not okay quote, unquote, Uh, that it was something to be ashamed of. Um, Yeah, it was probably about fifth grade. Yeah, so that's 11, 10, 11 years old. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I unfortunately, and I don't know that I realized the feelings I had in grade school were that, but it was as I got older, I put, you know, I put that on that grade school person. So I, I can't say it was definitely... But I do in in my myself, I perceive it being I felt those things as six and seven years old. Yeah. Um, and that I can say that didn't come from within the home. Um, that mm-hmm. definitely came from grade school. Um, and maybe TV. We didn't really watch a lot of TV growing up. Um <laughs> we really didn't have, have TV. We, we had we had three channels growing up. PBS then, kids. That's right. And <laughs> That did not come from PBS Kids. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's where it came from, but I can can go back to that to that age. And so it makes me and to think of that and to know that you have an 18-month-old and to know that we have, you know, cousins that have grade schoolers and middle schoolers, um, it kind of is scary to think about. And so I work now within the schools um, as a physician assistant and kind of with education and, you know, I'm there to see patients and to, to do things if they need, you know, acute visits and things like that. But I also, a big part of my job I enjoy is education and is talking to to kids. And so that conversation also comes up a lot as a as a provider in the schools, you know, um, I had a parent one time ask me about like, Hey, did you talk to my daughter about her weight? Because she came home and I was like, no, no, we did not. We had, we have to take it for medication, but we didn't. And so it was just like, okay, we're just kind of wondering where this came from. And this idea that, that grade school kids, middle school kids are, are talking about their weight and this idea of comparison and things like that, but that's not a new thing. Um, but I think it is more, and I think we do need to talk about the idea of social media. So do you want to go ahead and take a deep dive at that and the fact that we didn't grow, we didn't even grow up with dish, <laughs> yeah. let alone social media. So um, what have you seen? Again, I, we didn't mention you are also a young life leader here in the mm-hmm. county with me. So we work with high school kids. Um, your husband worked uh, works in within some with some middle school kids as well, and so kids know him that way. Um, as a physician, nope. As a PE physical education teacher, yes. Um, not a gym teacher, a PE teacher. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he works 
with all ages here in the county with that. And so um, what do you see in your experience there being this struggle with body image now with kids, fifth grade, grade school, middle school? Do you see there being a difference or do you think it was there all the time heightened? What's your thoughts? I definitely think it is heightened. Um Social media, that could be a whole episode and it's also on the list. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I not only am I a young life leader here, but a lot of my clients are mothers or children themselves. And um, it's funny, I actually see the same counselor as Kayla. (laughs) And um, yeah, and he and I talk a lot about um, how my job is very similar to his. I'm just underpaid. (laughs) And It's, it's kind of a joke, but it's kind of very true. Um, and I, that honestly is the part of my job that I love more than anything. Um, people really open up to me when they're in my chair or I'm doing their lashes or whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, constantly, constantly, it is a conversation of, I'm here because I just want to feel better about myself. I just did a mom this evening. Um, she's been a stay at home mom and she decided to get a new job and she's been at it for a few months now. And she's like, I'm just exhausted. I, you know, I'm not used to having this job. I don't have any time for myself. Like I'm here, you know, at dark getting my hair done and I just need something to make me feel better. Same thing last night, a beautiful pregnant mom who has a toddler and she's getting ready to welcome a new one. And she was like, I just feel terrible all the time. And so I just wonder where this idea of like, what's making them feel terrible and coming to get their hair done is going to make them feel better is what they're hoping. So therefore I kind of connect the dots. Too, sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, if I get this new thing or do this new thing or change this thing about me, I think that's there in a lot of people, but yeah. yeah. So if I connect the dots, it's like, okay, so we're, we're coming to get our hair done an outward appearance thing and hoping it's going to make us feel better an inward thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to put the two together and be like, oh, okay, so we don't feel good internally because of what we see externally. Right. what we think we look like. And they're hoping that when they walk out of my salon, that they're going to feel somewhat better right. about themselves. And I do love that part of my job, but um, there's also that part of my job where it's like, I want it to be more than just hair. I want it to right. be more than just makeup. So with social media though, a lot of my clients come in and they're like, okay, they show me a picture, which I appreciate, of the hairstyle they're wanting. Right, right, right. But a lot of times in that hairstyle is also a face. And mm-hmm. they all look the same. I'm not kidding. If you go on Pinterest and look at, like, these hair pictures, I swear every girl looks the same. <laughs> and, and and they're beautiful, absolutely. They got these tiny little noses and light eyes, especially. I do a lot of blondes. So if I'm picturing a blonde Pinterest picture, you know, the, they look super beachy, very tan, like this, and, and this nice beach wave. And it's just... And they all look the same. And I, I know from working in this industry, you know, seven years that they're hoping somehow when they walk out of the shop, they're going to look like that girl, or at least they're going to feel, feel like out. they look like that girl. And I'm sure I know there's a lot of times where they kind of walk out disappointed because it wasn't magic. I didn't sprinkle magic on their head. And all of a sudden they're, you know, what they, what they in their minds feels perfect. Um, and it is this constant comparison game and right. social media has so much power for positive and for negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think a lot of it has to do with your mindset. I've kind of realized that here over 
everything changes when you have a daughter or, or a child period. But man, my, my mind has completely just flip flopped all over the place over the last few years, um, with my daughter. And I'm realizing that I take stuff on social media, you know, um, videos that are meant to be inspiring or whatever it may be. Not at all meant this woman doesn't post this video at all with the intentions of tearing another woman down. But my mindset, I look at it and I'm like, man, like, I wish I was funnier. I wish I did that for my husband. I wish I was sexier. I wish I was a funnier mom. I wish, you know, I do that to me. I sabotage myself. And I realized that over the last few months. And it was, it was, it's, it's been a very big eye opener for me that like social media is not necessarily doing it to me. I'm doing it to me. Yeah. And so I actually took a step back from social media. Um, It's been about a month now. Um, I, I got rid of everything but TikTok. And I still have to limit myself with that sometimes. Right. Um, but yeah, and, and I have realized that like my mindset has been much better towards myself right? Um, without being on it. And I didn't realize, I thought I was doing good, honestly. <laughs> you thought you had it under control. Yeah, because me as a 26-year-old mom, my mindset about my body is a thousand times better than it was at 16. Yeah, for sure. Sure. So I, I think it's probably better than it was at 22. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing that being a mom has changed. Um, my body is powerful and I, right. I've known that I could say that, but I can truly believe it now after carrying a child and right. I see her, you know, walking around and running around and being she her wild, <laughs> her wild self. I'm like, wow, I did that. Like, and not only did I, I can look at her and see absolutely nothing but beauty and although she is part her father, she's also part me. Right. And it's like, how dare I even look at her and think that any of her genes are less than? Yeah. And those genes come from me. So right. that's changed a lot of my mindset too. Yeah. But anyway. And she's going to start crying. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yes. Um, I, yeah, I won't start crying with that. <laughs> um, no, but I think that's a really good point. I love the conversation about the comparison part and this idea of like, people are putting good things out there, but you still have the, you can still make it a negative thing. If you look at that and be like, well, yeah, of course she can do that because she's got that body type or like, uh, of course she lives, you know, she can look that tan because she lives where it's sunny all the time or like whatever you can do it with money or whatever. Or what I have noticed can also happen is, well, thank goodness. I don't, I'm not like that. Or thank goodness. I don't have to put up with that. We can do this comparison up or down. Yeah. And both are horrible. Both harm yourself and harm the others around you. And I think what I realized um, a few years ago, and I was probably listening to a podcast or reading a book, um, and the the commentator, author, whoever it was, made a, was talking about this comparison up and down and that sort of thing. And how it was, you know, harmful to our, our own mental health and things like that. But what I was then realizing somebody, I, if you haven't heard, I feel like it's around a lot, but, um, people say the line of like, don't say it to yourself if you wouldn't say it to your friend or to your sister or whatever. And I think that's a great idea. Like don't self-sabotage, don't think those horrible things about yourself if you wouldn't say them out loud. However, there are thoughts I had about other people 
judging their bodies and judging their whatever. And I realized that's why I had such an issue. I was putting it on others. I was putting it on myself. I don't know which came first. I really don't. I can't, I couldn't find the line between the two. Did I think about others that way? Because I thought so low of myself could be, that's possible. But also did I think so low or so highly of other people? And therefore I judge myself as well. Also could be true either way, whichever caused the other, it was, it's a horrible habit for myself, but also for everybody else. I've, I, I cut people off at the knees. I, I didn't give them a chance. I didn't, I put them inside of a box and didn't let them be who they were. Or just this idea of like, it's not my place to judge or decide um, who they are or what they can do um, based on, you know, the cover of the book, as, as some would say. So um, I think for me, that was a big thing I noticed for social media in my eyes was just this idea that I came up with a story, good or bad or otherwise, about so many people, and it made it easier to put that blame or self-sabotage or whatever on myself. And so I agree. I think social media can be used for such great things, but you, like you said, you thought you had control over it. And just in being away for like four weeks, you're like, holy cow, I did not yeah. have a handle on this at all. So I don't think anybody is surprised at the fact of like us talking about, hey, this was a struggle for us. Um, it was hard in this age and that age. Like we can, I think anybody's going to agree with that. But another reason I wanted to have you on here to have that conversation is because like you said, I think if you go back two years ago, three years ago, we are in a very different headspace than we were at that time. Yeah. And I think, I hope that in two or three years, you, we could come back and be like, yeah, we're even better than we were then. But mm-hmm. I do want to talk about kind of the idea of, and you mentioned it, especially with having a daughter, you know, creating a daughter and having giving birth to her and things like that and looking at her now. Um, but, and, and how that has changed, but I think I just want to kind of talk about that transition and, and where, maybe even where you struggle now or where it's easier. And you can't, you can't imagine if you could go back and tell 16 year old Kelsey, like, Hey, this is where we get to why, which would she be shocked? I'm pretty sure she would. <laughs> and if, and, and why she would be. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think you and I have some interesting like perspective and different perspective because for me, I can base the way I felt about myself around relationships Mm -hmm. that I've been in um, starting, you know, when I was 14, 15 years old and all through to my marriage now. Um, And I have to say, like, I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I almost took the easy way compared to your story Um, (laughs) just because like, I could base my value off of what I did base my value and my worth off based off of who I was with at the time or talking to at the time or whatever. And so if they talked me up all the time, that helped. My husband now is wonderful. Right. And so like, I can't say that I did it on my own. So like shout out to all you single ladies out there who are like (laughs) killing it and like improving your mental health every day and loving yourself without the voice of a man telling you that you're worthy. Um, But with that being said, 
um, my relationship before my husband um, was fine, but you know, it was a high school relationship um, that ended like after high school. But um, I was at a really low point at the end of that relationship. Yeah. And so I had like a short, a very short window between that relationship and who I'm married to now, um, the beginning of our relationship. But in that window, there was just this like freedom. And I'm sure part of it was age and part of it was the, um, I was 20. Yeah, almost like just turned twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. No, you just turned twenty. No, I turned twenty one that summer. No? No, it was definitely <laughs> summer I graduated from school. Yeah, it was two thousand fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Kayla's right. 20. Yeah. Here I am. Here you are. Anyway, twenty, twenty one, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> um, I was in my twenties. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, I had this short window of like singleness and like I just I hadn't really had a lot of that, especially not out of high school where I had this freedom where like mom wasn't like breathing down my neck all the time and stuff like that. So yeah, I love you, mom. Shout out, mom. Um, (laughs) So um, I had this little bit like this summer of freedom and I I went, you know, everywhere with my best friend. Um, Shout out Kelsey and shout out Raven. Shout out Lucas. And uh, anyway, they were really there for me that summer because not only was it like this wonderful wild summer where I got to just be free and be me and like love myself this journey of loving myself but there was really low moments too from that breakup and um but when I look back at my past and like turning moments and how I felt about myself that was one of them um and I think part of it was um that I was like belittled by being cheated on yeah but in retrospect, it was almost like I, I I took that and I was like, okay, this can beat you down and make you feel unworthy, or you can turn this around and be like, you know what? Like I deserve better than that. Right. No matter what I look like, no matter my size, no matter my strength, none of right. that, because I was, you know, loving and caring. You know, because of my soul, who I am right. at my core, not because of who I am on the um, outside. So it was kind of like this turning moment where I took it to like fuel a love for myself. Um, that was definitely hills and valleys. There was definitely ups and downs to wow, it. Right. But um, and then enters Toby, who is my husband now. Um, <clears throat> when I tell you that, like, I made a like wish list of what I wanted my husband to be, and Toby is all of those things. I am serious about it. Um, when I was little, I used to say I wanted to marry my dad, and like Toby's. Ask anyone. Toby's pretty darn close to an example friend. of my dad. Yeah. And they're best friends and they have breakfast every Friday. I think, honestly, I know my husband sees my dad and talks to my dad more than I get to, um, which kind of makes me jealous, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, but anyway, so here enters Toby and he's, uh, you know, wonderful and tells me all these wonderful things. And so it was like I had that voice again. But then instead of just riding along with it and believing it, I reversed. And I started yeah. fighting him back. And I'm like, oh, you're just saying that, you know, to win me right. over. Oh, you don't mean that. Oh, and I won't lie when I say that guy. I still struggle with that. Right. You know, like there will be days where he's like, oh, you look so beautiful today. And I'm like, what? Like, you're just saying that because you think that's what you have to say because I birthed your child and we're <laughs> married. But like, I look a mess right now. But like, when I really take a step back, like knowing my husband to his core, like he really means it. Um. But anyway, so definitely the relationships played a huge part in the ups and the downs. Um, but I think it's just a, it's just a journey. 
Right. Like it really does just come with age. And I'm not sure if I could talk to 16 year old me. Oh God, I'd probably punch her. First of all, (laughs) be like, be nice to your mother. Okay. (laughs) First of all, second of all, like look at someone else around you other than yourself. Yeah. Um, Like realize how blessed you are for the things you have, the people you have, the family you have, like just, just like suck it up girlfriend. But anyway, if I would talk to her about self image, I don't, I don't know if she could really grasp it just because she's 16. Yeah. And it's like when we talk to our young life kids or I talk to my clients or whatever, like, and they're young, I'm like, I know it doesn't make sense right now. Yeah. And I know it's so hard, but like the best you can do is the best you can do, but you have to strive for that. You have to work for, you know, if you want to love yourself, if you want to feel better about yourself, then do it and really self-evaluate why you're not feeling worthy. And I'm not saying that means you need to go lose weight. I'm saying look deeper than that. Like if your weight is what is making you feel unworthy, why? Right. Can you really not look at people bigger than you and see beauty in them? Because that was a big eye opener for me. Right. Like when I scroll through my Instagram I see girls that are literally all sizes, but I mean, some girls who are four or five, six sizes bigger than me. And I like jaw drop, like, oh my God, they're gorgeous. Right. And like, I mean, I I like, yeah, I'll show my husband and I'm like, seriously, look at this girl. And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Is this a trick? (laughs) But, and so it was like a, I mean, this was probably in the last year where I was like, okay, why is it so easy for me to see beauty in literally everyone else? Right. That voice of like my my teenager self and then what like what you kind of talked about earlier where it was the other side of criticizing where you were criticizing other people. Right. I don't even have that anymore. Like I'm not trying to no. sound like I just love everyone and think everybody's perfect, but like I think it just comes with maturity. Um that okay. you genuine and that's, having a relationship with Jesus, but yeah, yeah, that's definitely a big thing for us. But that self-awareness, too, like you said, that yeah. deeper, that it became more than just an outer appearance. It became more than your hair color or your pant size or whatever that is, you know, what car you drove or where you lived or whatever. It became more than that. And this idea of like, I can literally see beauty in everyone else and where everyone is, except when I look in the mirror. Yeah. Why is Yes. That? Yes. What in the world is wrong with me? And you really have to do deep digging. And like, oh, yeah. like I said, part of it comes with maturity, but like I, I can, you know, and even with looking at other people, like, okay, so I can look at them and see beauty and like literally – it has really nothing to do with their body. So what is it about them? And for me, what I, the, the, the overall answer, the easy answer is confidence. Right. Like when I see a girl that's, you know, five sizes bigger than me or whatever it may be, or five sizes smaller smaller than me wearing a bikini and a big smile on her face and like dancing in the beach, you know, in front of a million people, like I, I just don't understand like why I can't do that. Right. Like I'm like, I want to be this. I I see this confidence. I see that it's beautiful. I want to portray this. Why can I, why can I not get there? And for me, I'm just realizing it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a year long, five year long, two year long journey, but whatever it is, I'm on the ride for it. I'm buckling in and it's, (laughs) it's starting with, you know, getting rid (laughs) of, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounded like a 
like loading a shot. <laughs> that was me buggling my seatbelt in for the roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's starting with getting rid of social media and just kind of deep cleaning my brain and being like, okay, when you come back to social media, first of all, you're not going to be at all, be on it for multiple hours in a day. Right. And second of all, unfollow the things that don't make you feel good. Unfollow the people that don't bring positivity into your life. Right. Only look at things that are going to uplift you and comment things that are going to up- uplift other people. Right. You know, be that positive person. I, I, I'll, me and many, yeah, me and many mothers talk about like, you know, the world that our children are growing up in. It's not going to change unless we change it. Yeah. Period. So like, yeah. if you want to see more positivity on social media, then do be it. positive. Yeah, if you it. if you see someone and like I never comment on those Instagrammers or whatever who have millions of followers and millions of comments because I'm like they're not going to see it. Oh, What's the minor. point? Somebody else already said it. But now I am because yeah. if I want positivity, then I'm going to, you know, I have to be the change. Right. And my mind and my heart, I hope can change and become this positive light by the time my daughter catches up and realizes Right. And I just want her, when she thinks of her mom, I want her to think of this mom who is just like confident and happy and loves herself at loves no her matter what size. And it's healthy. Right. And that's another conversation. Health you can go to the versus. Before yeah. Yeah. Healthy versus, you know, compared to body weight, you know, there's a whole, it's a whole different thing. But see a mom who's healthy with mind, body, spirit, soul, all of it, emotions. Um, and that's confident that, right. you know, wears whatever the heck she wants to wear and dances in front of whoever she wants to dance in front of and just yeah. loves life because it's too stinking short. Yes. This oh, year okay. should have taught us that. <laughs> yeah. 2020. I think, as you said, our stories are very different. Yeah. And, um, but the idea of the journey is still the same. And so for me, I think, man, I don't even know. Maybe that's why I had you here. Cause I'm also not really good at this. <laughs> like self, no, I am pretty good at self-awareness. Thanks to counseling. Yeah. Um, but this idea of, I don't know, I probably didn't really start until two years ago. I feel like we should also both mention that we don't have it figured out. No, hello, no. That's why we, I'm saying, like, probably in two years, we could go back and be like, yeah, yeah. that's not it. We're, we're way past that even now. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think this is a journey. But I would say probably, I mean, I started counseling two years ago. And so I think that's when I really started. And I've been in this physical health journey, as I mentioned on the last podcast of this um, up and down and that sort of thing. But so much of my the way I cared for myself was based on what I looked like. Um, that includes how well I had it together. And I think Kelsey was probably one of the first people to speak into my life of like, why are you always so put together? Um, and it's still a struggle uh, for me to not try and put myself back together. Not that it's hard for me to be vulnerable in front of uh, some so, some chosen people, some select people, but um, it's hard for me to take that to them and not try and have all my stuff together. And that includes my health journey and what I weigh and things like that. And so I think I would say probably in the last few years, just that self-awareness 
um, and what that looks like and how that has transpired into what I think of myself and what I think of others and uh, what mental health is and what physical health is. And even though I haven't been in relationship, I haven't birthed any children and that sort of thing. Like I really in the past probably six months have really um, actually started to truly believe in myself and this idea of, wow, I'm stronger than I thought I was. Or actually, yeah, I can actually finish things that I set my mind to. I think I counted myself out a lot in, this is a whole nother conversation we could talk about, but this idea of, uh, for me, this fear of rejection and that even means, and as well as a fear of failure. And so in order not to be embarrassed and not to have be rejected in, in order to not fail, I just counted myself out. Yeah, so to kind of wrap this whole thing up, because we have gone longer than the 20 minutes, like I figured we would, because like I said, we talk all the time. I feel like we could do this for like hours. hours, And yeah. I would never run out of things to say. Yeah. Because as we've said, like, well, this is a sad conversation. We yeah. kind of talk about this too or whatever. But I do want to leave you with something. For me, um, I would say over the past few months, I've started this morning. I have really stuck to my morning routine. Um, again, shout out 40 Bullets. That's one of those really big things in, in consistency and discipline is the morning routine. And so I get up and I do my devotions and things like that. But in that, and do my prayer, because again, Kelsey and I talked about a really big part of how we love ourselves and love others comes from Jesus for us. And so in my mornings, when I would get up, I have these morning affirmations that sit on uh, my vanity and I have them framed and they say, you matter to God. You are worthy of love. You're good at being you. You are not too much and you are enough. And for me, I have to repeat those to myself. They're on my phone. They're on my Apple watch. They're on my vanity. Like they're everywhere. And because um, those are things I struggle with and I have to remind myself of daily, multiple times daily when I start to be unkind to myself or be unkind to others or believe lies or make up lies that no one even said. Uh, I have to remind myself of those things, of those truths. And um, so if you want to steal that, I will also post that today so you can see those morning affirmations um, or maybe write some of your own. I would love to hear those. So Kelsey, any closing thoughts on loving yourself well? Yeah, I think, like I said, I feel like this conversation could go on for days and days and days. And this conversation, like I said, does happen a lot at my workplace. And usually a hair color takes anywhere from like two to three hours. <laughs> so I do have a long time to talk about it um, with my client. Um, so I have so many thoughts that I feel like I can share. And if any of you know me personally and want to talk about this, please, by all means, do. I would love nothing more than to talk about this. But um, my biggest thing is like, First, to understand that we all go through this. Mm -hmm. It is normal, male or female. Um, unfortunately, it's normal. Um, and as I said, it is 
a growth and maturity thing where it does get better. Right. I do remember being younger in high school and thinking, I can't feel like this the rest of my life. I cannot hate myself like this for the rest of my life. And because I was in high school, it wasn't like, okay, Kelsey, so what's the solution? It was just like, oh, I can't do this. And that was it, period. Just drowning in sorrow. But um, it again, does get better. Again, if you're feeling that way, you can find us on social media. Yes. Yes. So my my last three points is just uh, and overall the gist of it is self-evaluation and I I know we've said that a lot but like that is what all this comes down to is like really really digging deep into your brain into your heart and answering the questions of like what is beauty for you yeah like what what is beauty like when you see a woman or a man or whatever and you see something see someone and you're like wow they're so beautiful or they're so attractive what is it that makes them that way? Is it really their hair? Is it really their skin? Is it really their body type? Right. Or is it the fact that they post on social media every day and they are confident? Is it the fact right. that they are always laughing when you see them? Is it, you know, whatever it is, find what that is and then figure out how to get that yourself. Right. And fi- not only how to get that, but how to see it in yourself. And um, like I said, mine is confidence. It always comes back to like, when I think someone's attractive, it's because they just like shine confidence. Um, And so that's what I'm working on. And then the last question is, what is your insecurity and really why? So if your insecurity is your weight, why? Like really dig deep into it. I mean, dig, dig back to when that started for you. Why did that start for you? Was it because it was an outside voice that told you? Yeah. And why did you listen to that? Why did Kayla's, you know, five-year-old self listen to that? Why did my fifth grade self listen to that? Why? And why does, why does our weight, I mean, if we're on that subject, why does our weight define our beauty? Yeah. And on us personally, but not on anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> like, why can you see beauty in yeah. anyone else and not care what their scale says? If you're listening to this and you say, well, when I do look at someone and they're bigger than me or they're smaller than me and that's what makes them ugly, then you need more help than Kayla and I. (laughs) Then allow us to link our counselor. (laughs) Yes. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you're sitting here being like, oh, I don't think that way or don't know. And again, we don't have it all figured out. But if it's like, no, I'm just like how I mentioned earlier, like I looked at others and I was like, I don't see anything or, oh my gosh, look at that. Again, reach out, allow us to to help you understand that that is not a way to live life. Because as, as to your point, you were saying when you see other people and um, you see beauty in them and it's that confidence, for me, it's kindness. Yes. When I see others smiling and help that positivity and that sort of thing. And again, for us, that comes from Jesus. But there are other people who believe other things that are kind and that are loving and that give and are generous. And for me, that's what I see when I see others building other people up. And I think that does come from confidence. Absolutely. I think people who are kind and generous like that have a confidence. But for me, when I see others just loving other people well, loving life, um, giving to others, that speaks volumes to me. And again, I'm not I'm not perfect at that by any means, mm-hmm. but for me, that's what I am trying to, to do, trying to live out of that love um, that has been given to me 
and therefore be kind and generous to others, um, which comes from a, a holy confidence, which again, sidebar conversation. When I go through, I'm going to have to write down all the conversations we decided we needed to have. Oh my gosh, there's so many. <laughs> all the beasts. So yeah. also, if you have follow-up questions or comments, please let us know. Um, we would love to hear from you and that. Um, but yeah, I think this whole idea of, and again, it's not a, it's not even so much a self-confidence, but just a love and confidence for yourself, for others, for life. Cause like for humans, said, for humans, yeah. like let's cheer each other on. We made it through 2020. You've made it this far through 2021. Like let's link arms together and, and cheer each other on, um, in this and move forward together and grow and shine and build each other up. And I think that's the best way forward to care for ourselves and to care for each other. We have to be the change that we want to see. And as cheesy as it is, like, that's it, period. It's easy to sit back and be like, oh, the world's so negative and oh, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay, you're right. So let's change it. it. Like, let's, instead of sitting back and just doing the exact same thing, like, let's change it and let's raise children and influence high schoolers and talk to clients and talk to patients in the way that we want them to see themselves and the way that we want them to speak to others. Like, let's just be joyous. And as we've mentioned a thousand times, we don't have it figured out, but we are on the journey to hopefully improve. Join us. All right. Last question before we head out for the day. Yay for Mondays also. Put your day off. So. Whoop, whoop. Last question, Kelsey. What is your coffee shop beverage of choice? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just started drinking coffee like within the last two years because I had a daughter and babies ruin your life. Just kidding. <laughs> um, they ruin your sleep pattern. They do drain you. Yes. Um, so I'm not a huge like the taste of coffee, not a huge thing for me. But my first answer would be like some kind of smoothie. Yeah. And what, what flavor? What flavor? I would say strawberry is like the go-to answer. But not, not peach. Well, I love what peach. About, what about pina colada? Absolutely not. Oh, that's right. You don't like coconut. I hate coconut <laughs> <laughs> and everything pina. Now I. I like pineapple. pineapple. Yes. But not, you don't like fake coconut. Yeah. So okay. if someone said like, hey, she likes here's Samoa. a. Yeah. She's picky about her coconut. Okay. Yeah. Very weird. So strawberry. You're going to get yes, strawberry. Yes, strawberry. Or okay. peach if it's trusted. Like if, I, if I've tasted it once and it's delicious, always no. peach. Yeah. It's got to taste like the, the fuzz of a peach. Um, Man, we need summer. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, but then coffee-wise, probably something like cookies and cream, frozen, something along those yeah, lines, like super, super sugary. Yeah. Well, actually, I started that because of you when you were in college and I stayed with you. The Daily Grind. The it's Daily Grind. in, and the Daily Grind has gotten two shout-outs. Yeah. Woo-woo. But we also have to shout-out Stone Tower Brews. Is yes. Is Daily Grind is, and Stone Tower is in my top three faves coffee shops. Yeah, I've never been there. Shameful. <sighs> Yeah, confession. I want to. Yeah. But I just haven't. But anywho. Yeah. Um, Cookies and cream, frozen something. I will never, never, never that I, I mean, maybe 50-year-old me when I'm, you know, old and cold all the time. (laughs) 
Sorry, Dad. <laughs> but anyway, um, but for what? For now, for 26-year-old Kelsey, I will never, ever, ever get a hot coffee. Blech. Always frozen or iced. Frozen, preferably. But in good old Philippi, iced is as good as it gets, so. Philippi? McDonald's? Yeah. I know. She drinks McDonald's. <laughs> iced coffee. I, uh, I'm so glad we did that at the end so you guys gave her a chance <laughs> I know if you're if you're here because the podcast mentions coffee and your love for coffee and not your love for Caleb well (laughs) then I guess you probably won't be back (laughs) they won't be back from you yeah 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 no 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 for sure but yeah I that's I would have guessed that for you so um good answers good answers okay well Kelsey Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Me Yay too. For the first guest. Yay. So, you um, can follow me on Instagram. I don't even know what my handle is, so you can tell I'm not an influencer. <laughs> I literally have no idea. I think it's like. We'll tag her. I'll just tag her. Yeah. If you found her on the promo today, you guys know my Instagram. Of course, um, I'm also not on social media right now. Not on social media, so, so it's going to be soups boring. Yeah. Um, that was my influencer voice. <laughs> soups. Soups <laughs> boring. We need to end this. We're getting, yep. we're getting crazy. It's, yeah. She's, yeah. This is us. This, welcome <laughs> to the real table right now. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for being on Kelsey. Love Thank you. you. Love you. Proud of you. Thanks. Well, friends, I hope that you feel encouraged and inspired today as we're finding how to navigate through life in the here and now. I would love to hear from you and keep this conversation going. You can find me on Instagram at underscore K-L-A-B or also on Facebook if you'd like, but I'm really more on Instagram again at underscore K-L-A-B. I hope you will join in the conversation with us. Let me and Kelsey know your thoughts from today and how you are learning to love yourself or how you've started. Maybe this new year you've already started on the process or if you're having struggles, we want to hear this too. We would love to join and link arms with you and to help you in this process of seeing the beauty in yourself and loving yourself well and seeing the beauty in the world and loving others well. So I hope that you go out today and that you love yourself well, that you enjoy the day, and that you continue to be kind. Bye, friends.